Well, hello. Hello, hello. Let's dive in and break through the shadows. This is season one, episode 11, Social Self-Awareness. Welcome and thank you for joining me today. I'm your host, Nita DeWine, also known as Lilac Duchess of Lilac Duchess Regency. Now, before I get in, I just want to say I am human. Like many of you, I do try to pan this recordings of my podcast in peace and quietness. But on my last podcast, I forgot to mention that there was a loud buzz noise. And that noise was I was washing, which I'm currently doing now. And that was the dryer going off. And I was like, geez, it would go off at this exact time. But you may hear the machine going thump when it's finished, or you may hear a buzzing sound from my dryer. But just know, it's just life that I have. It's my life just in the background. But that doesn't change the fact that I am here to talk to you today. So just wanted to put that in. If you ever hear any noise, you happen to hear a meow in the background or something, or a little, that's my cat. Okay? So just letting you know a little bit of what's going on with me. But today we're covering the last type of self-awareness and that is social self-awareness. Now social self-awareness pertains to one's relationship to other people emotionally and normalcy as far as behavior is concerned. When you are socially self-aware, you can recognize your own emotions as well as those you are relating with. You can take in their account, into account, their normalcy of behavior and their psychological state of being into account. You can recognize their beliefs, desires, and attitude, especially the intent. You can take all of these informative details into consideration to take the appropriate or inappropriate course of action and evaluate the alternatives. Okay, let's talk about an example here. Let's pause for a moment. For example, you're having a conversation with a coworker and you admire the way they are dressed. And you say, you look very nice today, girl. Now wait, pause for a moment, because this is where the conversation takes a turn, okay? The coworker responds, I am no one's girl. You see that saying girl offends this person and you correct your statement with an apology and you may say you look nice lady. Some may even take offense to you saying today. Like, you know, when you say you look nice today. Oh, look at you today. So are you applying those uh the others days that they she doesn't look nice or that that person on other occasions don't arise to that because you put emphasis on today now if your intent is to instill an intentional <laughs> note to them that hey yeah today because all last week you were looking bummy so i'm going or because i'm saying this to you in love i see that you're in a better state of mind a better place of caring for yourself. And so I will note that today or recently or lately, I have noticed that you've been taking care of yourself. 
you look so much better. So that's something to keep in mind. But getting to this coworker in this conversation that I brought up of just simply saying, oh, you look very nice today, girl. And the coworker turns and says to you, I am no one's girl. Like I said, you take all of that into consideration. You make a mental note that with this person and perhaps others until you are sure, you will refrain from saying girl and maybe even saying today. Now, this is an example of being socially self-aware. So as we discussed in the previous podcast, okay, we talked about two other types so far. We talked about indexial self-awareness, which is the perpetual sensitivity to one's self and others. We talked about the detached self-awareness, which is built on the conceptual capacity and knowledge of logical relationships and the ability to reason about oneself in third person point of view. So social self-awareness is the contrast of these in that it involves subject to subject interaction and it builds on an exchange of sharing emotions, intent, and attentive state. This connection follows certain patterns and norms. Now, this is not a primary way to distinguish the difference per se, but to recognize the similarities that you and this person share. For example, I consider myself to be familiar with many topics and subjects. I am socially aware when talking or connecting with certain people to take in the facts that I already know about them. So if I'm talking to someone, for example, who I know is a huge supporter of a fan of football, but not just football, okay? They have their favorite team and I'm talking they're dedicated all in. They always wear items or perhaps mention this team. I'm talking about the person that every time their team plays, they have that jersey or that sweatshirt on, they have on the cap, they've got a scarf, they have everything that they are proud. They even have a cup, okay? That's how dedicated and how important their team support is for them, okay? So if I already know this about them, and I'm talking to someone, like I said, who's a huge supporter, then I'm going to make a note of it. And when I see that their team just won a game or perhaps lost a game, I may say to them, oh, I see that the Cowboys won another game on Friday night and now they're in the playoffs. I am aware that this person will appreciate the fact that not only I remember this was their team, but I am aware that they won a game placing them in the playoffs. Now that example may not work on someone who does not like that team or even if is interested in football at all, okay? So don't just go randomly up to someone saying, hey, yeah, you can say randomly, I see the Cowboys won another game. They were now in the playoffs. However, you have to kind of know because if that person, like I said, is not even a huge, they may be a person that could care less about football. So saying something to them like that, they may be like, yeah, okay. But if you know this person is a dedicated football fan and you know who their team is, you don't have to necessarily say you watch the game. 
unless you did. But the fact that you did check out the news, you checked out the games, some kind of way you saw that their team won that game on Friday and now they're in the playoffs. And you remember when you see this person at work, oh my goodness, I'm going to mention that to them, that I, you know, I know that's going to get them. This example of social awareness is a great way to form a bond with someone and create a meaningful conversation. Those are the kind of conversations that I personally strive for and that I enjoy. So social self-awareness comes in many levels or forms from basic interaction to primitive and preparatory. Other interactions will take development over time, but basic self, social self-awareness is recognizing others as living beings such as yourself. This is how some can be kind to all living beings. Many times for some, when they think of living beings, they only think of like humans or mankind. Like that cuts, the, that's the it. They, they don't think about anything else. They don't even consider other things like that to be living and to be a living being. But how about all living things? For this is really being self-aware. You can recognize that a flower, an ant, a cat, a dog, a bird, a tree are all living beings. Now, this is kind of going off topic. I know you're like, wait a minute, I thought we were talking about people here. But this does relate. It does help to appreciate and consider other living, living beings. Now, when doing so, and taking them into consideration, you start to put away the idea or the notion that you are superior. It can cut down even on the idea of perhaps having hatred towards another living being just because it's not in the same form as yourself. Remember, the basic level is about at least being able to recognize the emotions, needs, and concerns of other living beings. If you can display the basic level of social awareness, then you are taking in the emotion of others. Then you have reciprocity. It is the reciprocity that brings on empathy, okay? And empathy is a certain kind of compassion and sympathy that needs to be present and is necessary for moral engagements and interactions with others as well as feeling a sense of deep concern for others. Now, all of this is your motivation to communicate and to be social in the first place. So I ask you, after hearing about social self-awareness, I mean, we could really, when it comes to social, you could really go on and on because there's so many layers to it. How do you feel with your social awareness? How do you feel you scale with it? How do you feel you are socially interacting with other people? Do you express empathy? Do you consider others' feelings and emotions? Or do you just simply walk up and all of your conversations are from your point of view only and you're only just like, ah, nah, 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 and you're just spilling out, ah, nah, nah, 
Oh, I, you know, you may walk up to someone, for example, you know, I didn't really have this down on my notes, but I'm, I, you know, this is me. Anybody who listens, I'm going to tell you, okay? I like to talk, so I'm going to veer off topic sometimes. I'm going to try to reel it back in because my mouth can go and go, okay? And like I said before, I try to keep these things short and interesting. But are you that type of person, because there are people like this, that don't consider, like I said, that other person's emotions or their state of being at the time. You know, for example, you know, you have a friend who's laid off. Like in this current time right now that I'm doing this, we're still in this COVID stuff. And I'm not trying to mention anything other than that's just the time frame of what's majorly going on. That's all you're going to get from me. However, I'm just saying, you know, someone and not even the, I mean, people got laid off before COVID. Okay. And people probably will get laid off after that. It's a, it's a factor with business and the way things change. It is sad, but there's something that happens. And you're aware that a friend of yours, you know, they got laid off. And they're, they're, they've expressed to you several times, you know, oh my gosh, you know, ever since I got laid off, it's just been really tight. It's been really tight. I, you know, like, I didn't even notice that my electricity was 165 a month. That's what it's running me. I had no idea. I had everything on auto pay. And, you know, with my paycheck being deposited, I was, a, you know, fine. I knew that I could still go out on the weekends. I knew I could go get my hair and nails done. I knew I could take the kids to the movies. I knew that twice a month we could go to the bowling alley and things like that. Those things was regular, like eating out every day of the weekend and maybe throughout the week picking up something if I really ain't feel like cooking. But once I got laid off, girl, oh my goodness, my world completely changed. You know, I started having stuff bouncing in my account. I'm like, well, what's going on? Because I wasn't getting that direct deposit. And I completely forgot that things were on auto pay. So, you know, the electricity trying to take their regular 165. I got the cell phone people taking their 180. I got cable company taking their 225. I had the car payment coming out that was 350. I had insurance coming out. And girl, I thought I was going to lose it in here. I had to call everybody like, whoa, 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 stop going in my money. Because this last little bit of money I got in my account is for me. I'm laid off. <laughs> Ain't no money coming in. I'm going to need y'all to stay about my account. Uh, well, ma'am, you don't, well, I need you to take me off that auto pay because this ain't going to work. I'm trying to tell you, this is not going to help. So you're aware that this person has expressed all of that to you, okay? This is a long scenario, I know, but bear with me, okay? I'm going somewhere. And you know this person expressed that, and you go around their house, and they're at the point now that they have started, you know, they've already cashed in their 401k and added that to their account to give them. They really didn't want to, but 
They're like, yeah, even with it being taxed, but you know what, girl, I need that 20 G's. Yeah, with it being taxed, but you know what? I'm gonna need that 30. I'm gonna need my I'm gonna need my $2,830. I don't care if that's all I'm gonna get out the taxes. I'm gonna need that 2000 And I'm gonna need you to deposit it in my account because I'm I'm things looking funny over here. So they do their 401k, they've expressed to you, you know, they may not have told you they did their 401k, but by this point, they put their 401k, they've taken money from other things and applied it to the account. To They feel like they got some cushion to maybe till they find a job and they're hoping that something else will come through soon and that it really won't be that awkward. But the reality of it, they were unable to find that something. And so now that savings or that extra cushion that they had, that they figured was at least six months of living or eight months of living is getting down to the wire where they only have one or two months or they're on the last month. And they're telling you that today as you visit with them, you come through the door. Okay. Like this is the person that comes through the door knowing this friend's situation. Okay. This is how the conversation goes. I just want y'all to imagine you're that person that's at home and you know, your girlfriend's coming over, but she's fully aware of all of the things that, or this person that you communicate with, they may not be your ace coon best friend, but they're, a friend of yours that comes over and they know your situation. Ding dong. Ding dong. That's the door. Okay. In case she was wondering, that's the doorbell that's ringing. And you're like, oh, let me go get the door. You know, let me see who it is. And you're saying to yourself, you know, you're like, you're like, what? Did I hear it? You know, whichever way you've got a doorbell, you hear that doorbell time. Did you hear those times, people? Well, that was just an example in case some people are like, what, a doorbell? I don't really have a doorbell. I'm not quite aware because perhaps your door people just knock. But, okay, this person is fully aware of your situation. So your girlfriend, you open the door and she comes in. You're like, hey, how you doing? Come on in, girl. And she's like, girl, whoo. Mm. And you're like, oh, what you got? That smells good. Oh, thanks, girl. I stopped over at Chudy's. Um, girl, they was running a special. They got a special today. You should have went over there. Girl, they got a special where you could get like this. This is what I got. I got um, the fish special. You get three pieces of fish fried. Your choice, they had like two or three choices you could choose from, but a special. Not all of them. They don't, I think it was like two. They don't, I don't think they have like all the fish. Just like a couple. But you choose those, you get the fried fish, you can get fries, hush puppies, and macaroni salad. I ain't really keen on macaroni salad, but if that's what came with it. I was just like, all right. But then they also got the chicken wing special, the little party pieces, and you can get... 10 of those, two sides, a roll, and a drink, girl. Now, wait a minute. When I tell you all that, and a piece of cake, 
for $6.50. But the fish one was like, oh, I think the fish, the fish special, I think that might have been like, I think I paid one more receipt. I think I paid like five. No, I paid like, no, the fish. Nigga want a receipt. No, I paid like eight for the fish. So I paid like eight for the fish and like about six something, seven for my chicken. But this big girl, this big drink, girl. Ooh, I'm about, ooh, and I, ooh, this ice. Girl, it is so sweet. This, ooh, this is tea. This is tea, girl. They can make some good, sweet tea. I'm telling you, you need to go over there. Because that's special. Shoot, girl, you can eat good. Ten little pieces of chicken. You could have got the kids their chicken thing, and you could have got the fish and chicken, girl, like me. Girl, I was, I was, I'm getting both. I can't decide, girl, getting both. And you like, well, yeah, girl, must be nice. I would, but I ain't really got the money like that. Oh, oh yeah. Girl, but shoot. Woo, girl, you got hot sauce. Oh yeah, I got some hot sauce. All right, give me that hot girl. We need some vinegar too. Girl, I'm about to throw down. Girl, give me that hot sauce. Woo, girl. Mm. So like I was saying, girl, you need to go over there and check them out, girl. This, ooh. I just came past real quick to holler at you. And I was on my way and I rolled past that, saw that sign, and I was like, girl, I'm gonna give me some food. I'm gonna give me some food for I step up in there, girl. I was a little hungry. Shoot, I don't know about you. You'd be like, well, yeah, you know, I'm a little hungry too. I said I was gonna get up later and boil a couple of hot dogs for me and the kids. And um, I did have a couple of potatoes left in the bag, so I'm gonna cut them up. Like home fries. Oh, home fries. Girl, I know when the last time I had home fries. Oh, my goodness. Girl, this is the conversation, okay, people? Then the person goes on to tell you, you know, girl, I just can't really can't pass to tell you, girl, why we got bonuses, girl. Yes, girl. I got a bonus check, girl. I didn't even know they was doing that on that job. I didn't know we was going to do that. Girl, I went in there and they gave out them bonus checks. Girl, I was looked at my check. I was like, no. And so I put it up, girl. I put it up. I put the whole check. I ain't even cat. I ain't need to pop. Really, I need to go deposit in the bank for it. Spy. But I look and I got like two checks. Girl, I want to go put it in my drawer, girl. Why I got like two checks for my job I ain't cashed yet. Then I got out the gallery because you know you know what's called give me his alimony, girl. And I had three checks in the room. I need to go cash his check. But that fool didn't got an attitude when he realized them checks ain't being cashed. He won't stop the money. But I looked outside of all of those checks, but I just ain't really been needing it because, you know, I I was still getting, like, when I get my checks, at first because we get paid every week, so I got on the habit of putting my money in there. But I went to the bank one time and I had like a lot of balance, a high balance. So I was like, well, I don't really need to deposit this. I'll hold it until I get low with my money. Then I'll deposit it. But I looked at it, I was like, I think I need to do it though before they expire. But girl, it's just, I like, no, I had this money sitting there like that. I did not, I ain't no girl, shoot. But well, I just came to see what you was up to, what you doing, what you got, what y'all doing around here, what you gonna do today, girl. Today is Saturday. Y'all ain't got no, y'all ain't going away. Y'all ain't doing nothing. Now let's get back to what we're talking about, and this is social self awareness. Okay, people, 
This is what we're talking about here. Let's get back to the subject at hand where a person has what? Absolutely, absolutely no idea, okay, of what? I mean, they have absolutely no idea of what they're saying. You're telling somebody that you know is in a financial state and strain of how you got buku money sitting. Did it even occur to this person to say, well, you know what? I'm over my, even if you didn't take it with you, but you know what? My girlfriend just told me. Now I live like 20 minutes away, but really, this is my girlfriend, right? This is supposed to be my girl. Is it really going to bother me to go home, cash one of them checks? They've been sitting. I haven't used it. I'm good. I got food in my house. My bills are paid. My kids are good. I'm telling you, I'm eating out. Is it going to hurt me to cash one of them checks and say, look, girl, I brought you a little something to hold you. I know things is tight. Just thought I'd bring you a little something. Is it your responsibility? No. But the part of it that is the social awareness of it is that you're carrying on a conversation with someone and you're disregarding their emotional state or their state of being at the time, which is why I went back when I was saying about living beings about the empathy of it. Okay? You're able to recognize these emotions and the state and your concern for other living beings. And that was just, you know, like I said, I know I went a little way out there and you're probably like, where is she going with this comment? But that is how things can really happen for some people. Some people are on the receiving end and some people are on the giving end of that example of conversation I just gave. And their need, and that person that came and rang the doorbell is definitely not socially self-aware at this moment. They have, you know, they're detached. They're in that full detached self-awareness and they are not being aware. Now, some I asked you, how do you feel about social self-awareness? You know, based on the types of self-awareness, the indexio, the detached, and social self-awareness, which one sounds like you? Or perhaps in some ways, do you operate in all three? Can you recognize where you operate in all three? Can you recognize where you may lean more to one and not the other? depending on the situation and what's going on in your life. Because these brief descriptions were just to give you an idea about self-awareness. I'm not trying to, you know, make anybody a scholar. I'm not even trying to say I'm one myself, like I'm some professor. No, I'm just basically bringing you some general groundwork so that you can have an idea. Because before we get into the fun nitty gritty of the conversations where we're really talking, let's know the basics. 
there was that buzzer. So if you heard it, that's what it was. Again, I'm sorry. I apologize. But it's the self. It's I'm self-aware of that. So I said something beforehand. I'm glad I did. But self-awareness or self-knowledge of oneself is very layered. Just like there are many layers to an onion, so is it with your self-awareness. Therefore, I mentioned that one is never fully self-aware. We evolve. Our environments change. We experience something new in life, such as getting married. Well, this is the part two of that conversation where I was talking about the social self-awareness. I'm still your host, needed the one, but when I looked, I saw that the recording had cut off. So apparently you only to get it right up to 30 minutes. So that was a key thing to keep in mind. I'm gonna try to go ahead and briefly leave off where I was, uh, well, the other one left off. And that's where I was talking about the onion and the different layers, layers, excuse me, and how it pertains to your self-awareness. My goodness, I've said so much on that other one and I really wish it had gotten recorded, but that is life. So, like I said, when you're talking about uh, this, I'm trying to find my notes where that left me off. Uh, like I know you heard the dryer. I'm so sorry about that again. And we were talking about like I said, the, the onions and the layers being different. Um, and like I said, yes, because you, you may experience it because you have a child. You know, like I said, your environment's changed. Um, I think that's probably where, around where I left off. You know, your environment's changed, like getting married or having a child. And as I said, you know, some would tell you raising a child of your own it is different than just babysitting or getting your niece, nephew, godchild on the weekends for the summer, for the week. And as I stated, I'm not saying that you're not equipped or educated or can't even give advice or an opinion because you have not had your own child or raising your own child. I believe that one can be a parent and be aware of some valuable parenting tips. Now, as we go through life interacting with others, places, events, and even different types of experiences, our self-awareness will need another look at it. We will need to take note at what has changed for us and how this is affecting you now. Now, I kind of went off on the other one, and I'm going to share that story again because I briefly, not a story per se, but I just brought up the topic about how this self-awareness really is key. And like I would say, I enjoyed doing this part of the series, learning the different types. You know, I like I said, I'm not bringing this to you to be a scholar. I'm not professing it. But just to know the basics of self-awareness. To know the, the indexial, the detached, and the social self-aware. I brought up, for example, like say you're the type of person that knows you like tomato-based spaghetti. And I went through this whole spill, but basically I'm going to say, if you know about that, what do you know about that tomato sauce? What have you looked into and realized with that? 
Are you aware of what makes the basics of the sauce? Yeah, you figure tomato because that's what it's called, a tomato-based sauce. But what else is in there? Google it. That's a favorite phrase a lot of people talk about, and that's Google. Like, you know, people say, oh, you want to know? Google it. But have you taken the time to Google what's in a tomato-based sauce? Something that I like. What makes it different than another style of sauce? Is there another style of spaghetti sauce or sauce, period? Oh, there are different types of sauces. What's in each one? I, I don't, and like I said, I'm not expecting you to know the chemical compound of what it takes to consist to make a tomato or what can be the properties of oregano and how they break down and how you dry the oregano. If you go that far and that deep, that's great. But I'm saying, even with something like that, knowing the basics can help you definitely when it comes to social self-awareness because you're able to have these conversations with people. So if a person walks up to you and say, are you self-aware? You're not just saying, yeah, I'm self-aware. And they're like, oh, well, give me an example. Or can you tell me, uh, you know, how are you socially self-aware? Or what, or what type of self-awareness are you? Or are you all three? Then what did this person use? If you don't have a clue and never even looked into it, self-awareness, all you know about self-awareness that you, in your viewpoint, is that it's what the two words say, self and aware. And I'm in that self and awareness. And that's as far as you looked. You might have looked at a couple of quotes, but that's about it. So when this person says it, you think it to yourself, this fool standing in front of me asking me what type. I'm self-aware. That's all you need to know. Don't ask me what type of self-awareness. And they weren't trying to say in any way that you're uneducated. But not just when it comes to self-awareness. I was mentioning that it does not hurt us as living beings to educate ourselves basically on all things that evolve life. It's not going to hurt you to know. You don't have to go depth deep with it you don't you don't have to you don't have to gain a phd in it okay you could just know the basics and knowing the basics of things that revolve life will really help you it really will and on that note i'm not gonna stay here long and, and carry out because it's already been time but next i will talk briefly we'll go into self-reflective awareness which is also known as SRA. What is it? How does it help? Who will also discuss ways to develop your self-awareness. But before we can do that, we're going to take a detour into personality traits. Okay. So the very next podcast will be on what does my personality trait have to do with self-awareness until the next time. Take care of yourself and remember, you too can come out of the shadows and into the light. Now, the music you hear in this podcast recording is Shakedown by Lo-Fi. This has been great. Again, I'm your host, Nita the One. Thank you for listening and sharing this podcast. 
Please subscribe and save my podcast so you will know when a new one is uploaded. And in the future, I'll try to keep them kind of brief. Hope I didn't really put you out there. Thanks and take care. Thank you.